Welcome to Line 44 with your host, Gracia Small, the podcast for anyone who feels like their life is unraveling. Hey guys, thanks for joining me on today's episode. We're going to dive deep into what I think is literally the catalyst to any growth or healing in your own life, and it's the topic on boundaries. Please take a minute, listen to the episode, make sure you get the resources at the end of the episode. So excited to have you. Please enjoy. Stuck. That's really the beginning of everything is when you acknowledge that you are stuck. You do not know how to handle where you are at right now and you you are unsure where to go, what to do, or how to process it, but you just know you are stuck. And that's where I was at. You know, I think it's really easy in our society because we're so busy to feel like you're not stuck because the hamster wheel that we're constantly running on has us exhausted and overworked and it makes you, creates this false reality that you're actually getting somewhere when you're really not. And that's where I was at. I kept on doing all these things that I thought were right. I kept on doing all these things I had been taught that I had seen other relationships do. Um, and, and it was not working. I was stuck. And that was the really the precursor to me doing anything. You know, I, I used to always tell people the definition of insanity is literally doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result. And that's that hamster wheel that I was on. I, I kept on doing everything that I knew to do and it wasn't working and I didn't know what else to do. I was stuck. So I did what I always did when I was overwhelmed. And that was, I need, I needed to find a therapist. I needed someone to help me rummage through what I was going through because I couldn't go to my friends or my family. I couldn't go to people I had grown up with in church. I couldn't do all these things because I was living in this, in this reality that I need to protect my family, protect my husband, protect our reputation. Um, and I also had this hope in the back of my mind that like we would go back to normal. You know, I had this like Jesus comes and saves the day mentality that like this would be like the best story of redemption and, and fucking victory. And, you know, I had, I had this ingrained in my mind because of the upbringing that I had of, or at least of the last 15 years of my life. That was really the everything that was my everything, that concept. And I had communicated that to people also, right? So the things, the advice I'd given to people for the last decade is was literally I was now encountering whether or not that advice worked. And it wasn't fucking working. I was stuck. So I, I reached out um, to find a therapist, which is anybody who's ever done that, it's incredibly difficult. Um, a lot of therapists right now work on a sliding scale in cash only, and then they have your insurance reimburse you. And, and look, I was not in the position to be able to pay $160 for someone to, um, fucking listen to my problems. You know what I'm saying? Like that, I was not in that place. So it was either 160 cash or $10 through my insurance. So I, I literally ran through at least three pages long of, of therapist names. And I was not finding a therapist that one had availability. 
um, soon, right? Because typically when you're going out to see a therapist, at that point, we're fucked. We're like at the edge. And so I couldn't find one that, that had availability soon. I couldn't find one that would accept my insurance without me having to jump through hurdles of getting reimbursed. Uh, the accessibility for therapists is non-existent in our country. And I know that we love to think that it is, but if you were someone who does not have insurance or does not have $200 a week to spend on therapy, you literally do not have the accessibility that everyone else has. And that's just the reality. That's a sad reality, but that is our reality. So I went through several pages of therapists. I finally, finally, through referral after referral after referral, maybe try her, maybe try her from different therapists. I finally found one, got all the paperwork done, and I, and I um, go in to meet with her and I, to my surprise, she was deaf. And I don't know about, maybe I just see everything in comedy, but the fact that I love fucking talking so much and I get a deaf therapist literally just made me laugh out loud. I love my therapist. You'll hear a lot of the stuff that she says to me um, in this podcast. Her name is Natalie and she's probably my favorite person on the entire planet because um, she's so good at what she does. And I, you know, it's interesting because obviously there were some challenges that we had to work through. Sometimes when she talks, I had to be like, what do you, what did you say? Because the, you know, I, I could, sometimes I couldn't understand it. Now we're at the place where she has her hearing aid and she can read my lips and, um, you know, her gifting really lies in, in really being present. And I think a lot of therapists, because they focus so much on listening they don't focus on all the other nuances that humans express while they're communicating, right? Body language, eye contact, all sorts of things. And, and she did, she didn't let me get away with shit. She didn't, she didn't let me joke, um, to, to deflect things. She didn't let me do those things. She was, she was always like, I could see that. I noticed that your face or your eyes or your body language, tell me why let's go there. You know, she didn't let me get away with things where typically, my humor would allow me to cover up things that I, um, you know, didn't want to discuss and very Chandler being of me. Right. And so I, when I started seeing her, um, at first I was extraordinarily resistant therapies. If you didn't grow up with this concept and I'm, I'm Mexican, my parents are immigrants from Mexico. Um, I'm first generation born here. And to them, me going to therapy is like, I'm a fucking lunatic. Like what only crazy people go. So this was a, a, a new, uh, you know, I had done therapy before I'd for the last seven years on and off, maybe at most six months, um, every couple of weeks I had done it. But with her, I, I started going every week. At this point, it's several years now, but I started going every week. And you know, she began to really open my eyes to what healthy relational dynamics looks like. And I was pretty shocked because, you know, I had spent um, 10 to almost 15 years being a pastor and counseling people in relational dynamics. And now I'm in this position where my own advice is not fucking working. And I had to go out and say, okay, I have to almost put aside everything that I learned or that I had been communicating for the last part, the last decade of my life and say, I need you to teach me something new because what I'm doing isn't working. And it was the first time that I heard things like words like boundaries and codependency and, um, you know, things that the church never talks about. Right. So like we've heard depression, we've heard 
bipolar. We've heard all these other things, but like, and anxiety, but like we never heard about um, the, the dynamics that can create those things. Right. And so, um, as she was communicating with me, I was realizing I had a very, um, damaging way in how I dealt with myself and with other people in relationships. I had no boundaries at all. I thought I did, but I didn't. I had spent the last 10 years of my life literally serving other people and putting myself second. And then I became a wife and then I became a mom. And, um, you know, so I had spent at least 20 years of my life never putting myself first. So boundaries is basically you putting yourself first. That's, you know, I mean, we can chop it up in, in a bunch of other definitions, but it really is considering yourself first. What do you need first before what this person needs? What do you need? And I had never asked myself that. It had never dawned on me because I was conditioned to believe it's selfish as fuck to think about yourself first. And now, you know, I, on this side of things, I realized that that conditioning not only is um, the way that I was raised culturally as well, but also society functions like that. We're told that you're selfish if you put yourself first. And we're told that you need to care about the other person and how the other person feels. And those exact statements are why I stayed in a really unhealthy dynamic for as long as I did is because I kept feeling like my needs didn't matter. It was the end goal was fix my fucking marriage and get back into ministry. Um, this In my mind, this was just a hiccup. It was going to be a glory story. It was going to be one of those that, you know, oh my goodness, look what God did. And, and I had that in the back of my mind. And obviously that's unfucking realistic, obviously. But that's also what I had preached and communicated to people for a decade. And, and now I was coming to terms with the fact that that was not working. And so um, in the process with her, she would communicate like, that my perspective was not healthy. And I, I couldn't really wrap my mind around that. You know, I kept dismissing her perspective um, and invalidating what she's saying because I, I don't know if I couldn't admit it to myself because it would be a form of weakness and I prided myself in being very strong. But um, I had a really hard time accepting that the boundary issues started with me that the unhealth started with me, right? And um, then I joined a support group um, for women who were in similar situations as mine. And um, I noticed this, this scenario playing out over and over and over with each woman, same dynamic, same issues, and they all stemmed from really, really shitty boundaries. And in the beginning, I couldn't identify what a boundary was because it felt selfish, right? It felt um, like I'm giving this person an ultimatum and it felt like I'm not considering this person. Um, and, and, and so as I started going to this support group and listening to these women and then also the moderator sharing what her story was and what worked and all that great stuff, I began to realize that literally for the ones that saw movement in their life, it was 100% dependent on the boundaries that they set and kept. And I use the term kept so strongly because 
I, for the first portion of learning boundaries, would set them and never keep them. And, and what do I mean by keep? That means a boundary is this is my need. In order for it to be met, I need you to do X, Y, and Z. And if that is not met, then I will have to disengage from this relationship. And I wasn't disengaging, right? Because in my mind, disengaging meant I'm the one giving up on our marriage. And that was really difficult um, to, to work with because at the end of the day, me giving up on, I would be the failure in that perspective, right? I viewed a marriage ending as a failure. And so I, I resisted anything that could put it in that position where it's um, dangerous or where I could lose it. You know, I was so scared of losing this thing, um, but it was hurting me. It was killing me, honestly. And so I started to really like, talk with my therapist about boundaries. What does this look like? Am I selfish for having them? Am I, you know, I'm supposed to, my husband's going through something really difficult. Shouldn't I give my, my all to help him? And I, I didn't realize that me giving my all to save this marriage was literally going to kill me. And when that dawned on me, I shifted perspectives. And I began making decisions in all areas of my life around what do I need? And if those needs were not being met, um, if those, if those boundaries were not being, um, um, listened to, then I needed to make different decisions. And, and really, truly the number one thing that you can do to begin to get unstuck is learn to have healthy boundaries, not only with other people, with yourself as well. Hey guys, thanks for joining me on today's episode. I just want to equip you with some resources so that you can continue to dive into these topics. Two really great books are Codependent No More by Melody Beatty and then Boundaries by Dr. John Townsend and Dr. Henry Cloud. Cannot recommend them enough. Please dive into them. You will not regret it. See you next week.